Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Streaming live over at pride48.com. My name is Adam. (laughs) I'm amusing myself. I don't do this thing alone. I am joined by the one and only Joe Batanz. Hello, Joe. Hello, Adam Burns. Yeah, you're still a little quiet. Well, look, everyone, that's what everyone says about me. Everyone always (laughs) says Joe Batanz is uh, really, really quiet. So, uh, you're welcome. By the way, what I do love about your show is uh, how subtle you guys are with your introductions. It's like a really mellow NPR-like introduction. <laughs> that was totally wrong. I just, I literally, I, I could have um, I could have totally listened to, first of all, Daniel. So, actually, before yeah. I continue, yeah. um, we're missing Daniel Brewer this evening. Joe has... Uh, magnanimously agreed to join us and uh and he um just because he's a a nice person i was reading discord i shouldn't do that while i'm trying to talk and uh the reason is um daniel his mother passed away last night so um, we're all thinking about daniel but joe is here to fill the shoes and what i was gonna say is I should have listened in to the, because I've never done the opening. I was saying before this that since the Adam and Maddie show, I've been more of a, more of a sub when it comes to co-host podcasting. Mm-hmm. So meaning, you know, I'm, I, you're the Dom on throwing down. Daniel's the Dom on uh, mix minus. And he was on dubious intent. I don't really mm-hmm. take the, I don't really take the reins. And it's it's unusual for me to take the reins on uh, on doing a show. So I should have listened to what he does yeah. and written it down mm-hmm. and all that. Although he has said that it's not a script. So there so, you go. I'm, yeah. So first of all, my deepest condolences to my friend Daniel Brewer. I saw it on Facebook uh, and I put the sad emoji because that's very, very sad. Um, even though my grandmother died from, uh, COVID, uh, she was in the final phase, if you will, of Alzheimer's. So 
you know, I know the pain of of what's going through. But what I want to talk about and what was even more painful, kind of, was how you didn't want to sit with your feelings. And you just got out of that really quickly. Like, it, it breaks my heart that Daniel's going through this. And you <laughs> immediately you? go into, like, sub-dom conversation. It's like, oh, Daniel's mom died. But by the way, I'm a sub. And well, I was like, no. how did you make okay. that heart laugh? Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Daniel yeah. is listening. And he's listening Good. for comic relief. Yeah. So it's he's listening to take his mind off of things. And I wanted to get, mm-hmm. I wanted to jump on that and jump off of it, like, as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to. Boy, wanna, did you. I don't want to have a Usain Bolt of I, uh, transitions. I don't segues. I really don't want to have, you know, I don't want to go deep into that. But I oh, one other thing I will say is anyone who's listening. Yeah. Um, you can send Daniel porn or uh, funny stories, funny jokes, funny something. You know Tweets, what? You know what? Memes. You know what? You know what? I'm going to tell you something. Is that true, Adam? Is that true? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. I'm going to make an announcement right now. Okay? I'm making an announcement right now. I, I didn't know that. I feel so, I, I, I feel so badly, right? I'm going to tell you. You didn't know what? That you could send him porn and... Well, no, I didn't know. Like, you know, like, you, you Pride 48 people do things in such an interesting way. You know, like... Uh, you guys, you know, like most people, you send flowers. With a fatty's mother died, and you send him a Home Depot card, right? <laughs> and I actually, you know what? To be honest with you, I appreciate that Daniel's like, you know what? I want porn. I'm gonna tell you something. I have a surprise for Daniel. Oh, I I accidentally, accidentally, yes, bought a year of Next Door Studios. Oh. And so I'm going to give him my username and my password. I don't use Nextdoor Studios really. And so my 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 uh gift, my grieving gift will be uh a Nextdoor my Nextdoor Studios username and password that I bought about a year accidentally. They were having a sale and I checked it out and then all of a sudden I bought it. So Daniel J Brewer, come on down. Come on down. You're the <laughs> you're Just the come. winner. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I'll yeah. tell you what, it's better than a Home Depot gift card. Now, I, I want to clarify. I'm not saying that we're taking up a collection. Like, you know, like at a church where you have an offering plate and you're taking up a collection and we're saying, okay, this collection is for porn. You know, we're going to, yeah. we're yeah. going to, we're taking up a collection. Everybody put a, f- a few shekels in the, in the, sure. the prayer basket. Sure. You know, or whatever. And we're going to buy, we are going to buy a Nextdoor Studio membership. No, I already bought it. Um, no, I'm, but I'm just saying that's not that it wasn't exactly what I was saying. I was saying, you know, he has said that to take his mind off of things. Yeah. Porn is a good way to go. But here's what I'm going to do. Tomorrow, I'm going to go to Target. Okay. And I'm going to get uh, one of those, you know, bereavement cards. Yeah. Okay. And on the inside, I'm going to write the username and password on the inside of the bereavement card. I'm going to mail it to Daniel. Do you have his address? I'll get it. I have it. So, I mean, if you want it, I can give it to you. Oh, it's yeah, P.O. Okay. Box 1324 Woodland Hills. No, I don't I don't know the I don't know. Woodland Auntie, Hills. I don't know Auntie Scott's. I don't know Auntie Scott's old P.O. Box. It would have been funny had I known and I don't. Mm-hmm. I I think I sent something to that P.O. box, though. I think I sent uh, a penny 
at one point. What? I think I sent a penny. to. So I was talking about, I was trying to do a joke of, yeah. oh, this is Auntie Scott or Auntie Vera, as you know him. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to give out that address. People used to do that one. And so, is this the uh, kind of freewheeling uh, uh, broadcasting you do on your award-winning podcast, Kiki Gay? Which, by the way, I have to. I, and I've, Adam, I've told you this privately. I've told you this privately. Geeky Gay might be one of my favorite. It is go-to listening every morning. Every morning, the first thing I do is I open my podcast app and I look for the new Geeky Gay, and I have some things I want to bring up today. Um, yeah. Did did we just go underwater right now? Is everything okay? No, 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 no. I'm trying to I'm trying to improve things for the for the Discord listeners. Okay, all right. Yeah, keep all going. Right. Uh, and so uh, I have some things to talk to you about based on the episode I heard this morning. Now I could, I was a, a day behind, so I heard yesterday's and today's today. And to have some things to bring up with you, but uh, but first of all, how are you, Adam Burns? I don't want, I don't I don't want to distract from doing other things right now during your live show. Well, I would love for you to continue what you were saying because I'm trying to find zero dB sensitivity. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride Forty Eight community. For uh, more LGBTQI <laughs> shows, uh, go to pride48.com. You know what? But I, you know what? You guys have the. Um, I'm gonna do this while you're while you. While, you know, Adam decided. Hey, it's time to record a show. <laughs> Let me now do uh, other things. Uh, why don't I, I'm gonna record that sting for them? And uh, here we go. And so here we go. All right, here we go. In three, two. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 community. For more shows, go to pride48.com. I know you probably told all your personal stories and all your other um, five five million other shows, but uh, what, sure. what's been going on for you? I well, no, I want I I'm telling you, I introduced this topic about ten minutes ago before you right. you did your, maybe, your technology maybe, segment. Maybe I'll edit out the Adam tries to adjust audio live, which he can't oh. do. By the way, he's not all good right. at it. All right, all right. Then if if you but did that, going. then he, all right. So then I'm gonna go where I was, which is I was like, well, Adam. So I'm a big fan of this geeky gay, yep. as you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but you you have told me that you're a big... I mean, I, I'm flattered. Yeah. It's not... I mean, it's not bad. It's just me sitting there talking about my life, though, which mm-hmm. there's no production. It's not like I do no. bumpers or, you know, any fancy well, stuff. You, I, I just Well, here, here's what I love. Here's what yeah. I love is... Do you have the whip somebody's ass drop on there around you? Uh, Yeah, I do. Okay, please, can you play it, actually? Because this, this is my favorite part of Geeky Gay. Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, okay. It, it's, okay. So, you got, first of all, I'm going to just play for a little bit, right? Yeah. So, about half, what, what's the timestamp where this song comes in? You mean on my recording? On your recording, because you're on a track, right? What, what, what's the timestamp where this no, comes in? No, I'm not in? on a track. I do it live. Oh, you're, I oh do you it, do? I do it live to tape. Joke, oh, but, I just uh, thought it was like a track like Fatty used, or I used for this. No, show no, no, no. I because I know it's about five minutes long, mm-hmm. and uh, and so what I do is when I feel like I've got about five minutes worth of material left, mm-hmm. that's when I that's when I turn it on. Okay. That's when I hit the play. So what I'm gonna say is right when we get to the hook. Okay. Oh, you want to listen to the? Should I forward it? No, 
But I just want to get to the part where it says, I'm going to whip somebody's ass. Well, okay. Uh, let me forward a little bit. There it is. Okay. okay. So, yeah, here we go. So, this is what you hear when you hear Geeky Gay. Listen to the word. I'm going to whip somebody's ass. He's like, I'm afraid to tell my mom I was in a choir. <laughs> and the person behind, I'm going to whip you, like, I went to Whataburgers and they didn't give me my food. So, I just drove away. I was too shy to say anything. And I'm like, the background music, he's going to whip somebody's ass. And he's like, Someone shot Mark in the face with a BB gun, and I just didn't do anything at all. I, but dang gun, I was so mad. I was hopping mad. I can, I can see the, I can see the juxtaposition. The juxtaposition. I can mm-hmm. see the juxtaposition there. I, I never have thought about it. You know what? I don't even think about the words of that song because, I, so that was the that was the closing uh, song for, um, Adam and Maddie's show. Mm-hmm. And oh, well, in that case, Maddie was the one singing it. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, and I think, and I think we just—that's <laughs> the irony on that one. I think we just heard. I think we heard it somewhere. It's some YouTube mm-hmm. remix of some guy. There was some guy on YouTube that said he was talking I think it was about on the nine one one call. I think it was on the nine one one call that secretly went on the air. That's when I, heard the I know song. it wasn't the night, but it was a similar thing where yeah. somebody said something funny and mm-hmm. it was on YouTube and, and a bunch of other people picked it up and remixed it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and I think he was singing actually, but it was like an acapella sort of thing. And there, yeah. there are all kinds of remixes on there, but I don't really mm-hmm. think about the words. Like I, I like the, um, the music. If, yeah, if there was sure. if there were no words there at all, I kind of like that electronic EDM mm-hmm. kind of. It's probably not. Somebody's gonna say, Adam, mm-hmm. that is the furthest from EDM you could ever get. But yeah. whatever it is, dance music, electronic, whatever, I kind of like that. And it kind of goes with the the opening song as well. So, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mm-hmm. am kind of um non-confrontational, and that is a very confrontational song, but it's a good, it's a good um ironic ending then yeah 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 so uh so anyway so on the lit well, i don't remember if it was yesterday if it was uh, i haven't heard today's yet i don't know if it was thursday's or wednesday's episode of uh geeky gay but uh you were talking about something which is so funny because we're gonna pivot here i'm gonna i'm gonna pay you a compliment actually oh, thank you there's one part where you were talking about yeah well you were talking about uh uh, how when you go on your Zoom meetings for work and they see your fancy microphone and your sound and your uh, you know your the the shit on the walls of the sound stuff the soundproofing and all of that that they go oh my gosh what do you do <laughs> what do you which, do which here's what's funny is <laughs> they're asking you on a work meeting what do you do and I would have been like what do you mean I work at a carnival fucker I work at Walmart <laughs> like with you right. But anyway, they ask you, what do you do, right? And then you don't want them to know you have a podcast. Sometimes you say you have a podcast, but you don't want to share what the podcast is, right? But anyway, during this rant, yeah, all right, during this rant, you said something that I wanted, that I zeroed in on. Okay. Okay. And you said, I am not good enough to be a professional broadcaster. I'm not good enough. I I I don't have what it takes to make money doing podcasting. I don't have them what it takes to be a professional trumpet player. I don't have. You were saying you were you were denigrating yourself on the air, and I was like, 
none of this is true. There was, there was, I, I couldn't disagree more. A, well, I don't know about your trumpet playing skills, but, <laughs> but I mean, anyone who has a tiny trumpet that they carry around so they can play, it must be good, you know. Uh, anyone who's in the esteemed Arkansas church where Governor Asa Hutchinson goes, uh, you know, must be good. But, um, uh, but what I'm saying to you is why, but you, and obviously you've been doing this podcasting for a long time. I personally think, I just said that your podcast is one of my favorite shows. Why do you think you're not good enough to be a professional podcaster, a professional trumpet player? Why, why do you denigrate yourself? Then I want to get to something else that you said. Maybe. Well, you know, I, I don't know. So like, uh-oh, I need to throw a quarter in the like jar. I don't know if Antivira's li- Anti-Scott's listening. I sa- I'm saying Antivira because we renamed Antivira to Anti-Scott, Joe. So yeah. I'm going to say Anti-Scott from now on, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Don't get confused. And we're not supposed to say like. I just said like. Regardless of me saying like i i just probably have it's called imposter syndrome syndrome wait before you say this this auntie vera eats dinner at 11:30 p.m. who is she to tell anybody what to do but go ahead <laughs> uh why well, we eat late as well but not 11 but anyway so i i think maybe it's daniel imposter and I went syndrome to, daniel and i went to auntie vera's house yeah for dinner and we got there late we got there like at 9 or something and auntie vera's like Oh, come in. I'm just starting dinner. And I was like, I thought, oh, we're going to sit down and eat? She, no, she was just cooking it. Well, you know. And so we sat with uh, his husband in the in the family room or whatever yeah. and uh, chatted for a while. Meanwhile, Auntie Vera is, uh, you know, your pots and pans banging. Like, I'm not even joking. I, 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 it was the next day. I had breakfast. We was had he, a beef stroke. Was he humming and, gently and he, and he to himself? Of, I, a heavy meal it was a beef stroganoff it was delicious but it was like all starch you know beef stroganoff with biscuits and shit like that and it was like well, a, like you know 11 it was candlelight dinner because the 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 lights don't work after that time what were you gonna say you know joe and yeah. I, i'm actually a fan of a late dinner we don't eat at 11 because mark makes me go to bed at 11 30 not really i mean i'm but i'm a late night person and uh, we go to bed at 1130. And so yeah. uh, we eat around 830. But in Spain, they don't eat until like midnight or something. So that's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and as people get older, they uh, they eat earlier and earlier and earlier is what what I yeah. hear. Hold on. Hold on. But aren't you trying to lose weight? Yeah, but I don't believe that stuff. That is not correct. What do you the mean whole, you don't believe that no, stuff? No, 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 no. It doesn't matter when you eat, Joe. It's the number of calories in and the number of calories out. It has no, it does not matter what time. You could eat at two in the morning, your biggest meal, and as long as you get the number of calories that you need in the day, it does not matter when you eat them. Well, yeah, antivirus, antivirus proof in the pudding. <laughs> I promise she's so, you. She's so trim and in shape, this antivira. But anyway... What were you saying about you have imposter syndrome? Well, I think no matter what it is in my life, so at work, I've always felt mm-hmm. like I wasn't, you know, as good as I wanted to be or good enough to get the raises or the whatever yeah. that I've gotten. Yeah. Um, in podcasting, I've never felt that I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. In trumpet playing, I've never felt that I was good enough. So I think it's just a I'm not good enough sort of attitude that I have or, you know, a mm-hmm. low self-esteem, probably. Well, I'm telling you, you're wrong. Well, I appreciate that. Now, what I do want to say to you, though, is then you ha- then you said that, and then you were spitting wisdom just a few sentences later. 
and you were talking about how you know people there, there's there's an, a, a uniquely American thing where we feel that we have to keep we, you can't be uh, content with your station in life. Right, and then you have to be, keep striving for more. Yes, and that, and that, uh, what's wrong that you're just happy being at Walmart? And I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I, I used to be. I, you know, I suffered a uh, debilitating depression uh, going uh, two and a half years ago, where I thought I wasn't going to make it out. I thought I was going to kill myself. You know, and uh, when I came out of it, when I came out the other side, I had a new lease on life, and I realized, fuck it. Who you know? Who gives a fuck what anybody else thinks? Do what makes you happy, because you only have one chance in this world. You know. Yeah, I I agree. I don't know. I I not that I don't want to improve, and I don't want to eventually maybe, but I mm-hmm. I find it very. I don't even know the word for it. But when when your managers always are coming up to you and they're trying to be good managers, right? So they're mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I've got to be a good manager, and I've got to. I've got to talk to my employee and say, okay, what, what is your goal? What is your, where do you want to be in five years? How can Mm -hmm. I help you to get there? But they don't expect you to say, you know what? I make good money now. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with what I'm doing at the moment. I think I have more to learn. That's not really what they want to hear. They want to hear, you know, I want to be CEO of the company and how can you help me? You know, that's in corporate America. I feel like that, that's how it is. You're, you always need to be striving for that next thing. And your managers constantly push you because it makes them look better if their people are getting promotions and mm-hmm. moving up the chain. And it's all, and I'm at a point where, I mean, sure, I would love more money. Who wouldn't want more money? But I'm comfortable. And mm-hmm. I, well, I could- as we learned on your previous show, <laughs> Dubious Intent. That you're in the top 1% no, of people in Arkansas. I'm not. I'm not even. Not even. But I'm comfortable. I uh-huh. mean, we we have a house. I have a car. We, you know, I mm-hmm. have this magnificent studio that, I've, that I'm recording from right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a little bit of savings and I have a 401k and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. What percentage of Mark's salary do you think goes back to the Philippines? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. We've never had that discussion, but they're very, uh, they are very family oriented. So he Mm -hmm. was very, when he moved to the States, you know, the whole thing about how when you turn 18, your parents basically kick you out, except for you. I know you still live with your parents, but a lot of times in America, you know what? I'm kicking them out. Oh, (laughs) where are they going? I don't know. Sometimes, you know, fly, you know, like you can only like get trained the bird to leave the nest. But he was very surprised because I've said to him before, well, you know, I was 18. I, I needed to get a job and, you know, move out and whatever. He's like, why? Or whatever. I don't remember what conversation we were having, but that was always very surprising to him. And then he totally is like, how are they putting their parents into assisted living? Who does that? Yeah. No. You know, right. why don't they live with, why don't they bring the family in with whatever? Who? What is this assisted living stuff that you guys are doing? You know, well, look, here, here's the deal. What you're striking is a, is a, it's a, un, not a uniquely, I don't know, I can't speak for all cultures, but white people love to do that shit. White people be doing that shit, you know, and uh, other cultures, you know, like, it, you know, you're making fun of me, but uh, uh, in Middle Eastern culture, it would be almost like shocking if I didn't live with my parents because I'm not married. 
Like in, in like Middle Eastern and like Persian culture, unless you're married, you don't leave your parents' house. Like that would be like so offensive to them. And I think that's the way it is with a lot of cultures. So I wanted to bring up uh, a topic. Uh-oh. I was oh, going to bring no. up a topic last week with Daniel and it, it seemed yeah. like a bit of a downer. I, I think it's a good topic to bring up with yeah. you. Sure. <laughs> um. So since I've moved to Arkansas... Yeah, I you have born and raised. So I where I was you mean, born, yeah. and, since I've moved back to Arkansas. Yeah. So I lived in Dallas. So uh-huh. when I lived in Dallas, I was I had a lot of. You were in a choir. I was in a I was in a gay chorus. Yeah. Um. You know, Maddie and I hung out with gay f- folks all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went to bars and did all the gay stuff that you normally do. And you were very open. You told everybody you were gay. Yeah, I was very open. And since I've moved back to Arkansas, yeah, um, you know, it's funny because, and I said this on Geeky Gay, but my uh, my parents, my family, mm-hmm. I came out to them, sure. and so my whole family knows Mark exists and everything. But I kind of went back in the closet at yeah. work, okay. and uh, and also, you know, obviously, at ch- I mean, at church, I want to play in the orchestra, and they would probably kick me out if I was like. Ooh, I'm a homo, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I think and, they uh, would kick anybody who just randomly shouted someone to me in the church, but okay. <laughs> and so, but, but what, what, what happened as a result of all of that is I never, I just, before I met Mark, I would just kind of hang out with my parents or family members that were here in Arkansas. And I never, and I would do church things or go to church, church orchestra rehearsals and stuff like that. And I didn't make a gay community or I didn't get involved with the gay community here. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'm a gay podcaster. We have pride 48. We have, you know, all I I'm talking to gay people all the time, but what I'm starting to find is that I miss having fellowship (laughs) with, uh, with gay folks near me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, you know, and I, I would have thought, oh, you know, having all my online Pride 48 friends would be enough. You know, I have Mark. Um, we love each other. We love being around each other. But I'm really starting to miss having the gay, you know, the gay group that I can go over on a Friday night and play cards or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking after COVID, you know, maybe yeah. Mark and I need to get out and I don't know, find the gay bingo club or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. Well, you Now, you know, by the way, that Pokemon does not count as having gay friends, correct? <laughs> I know. Yeah. He has. And, mm-hmm. Well, he has a lot of Filipino friends, but none of them are gay either. So we, we used well, to go to a no, lot. Of, no, hold on for a second. I might offend a bunch of Filipino people. I know I'm a librarian listening. She's half Filipino. But in my experience, all Filipinos, men or women, are about two beers away from being the uh, from from flipping sides, <laughs> whether they're gay to straight or straight to gay. Well, I don't know. But I mean, OK, when I say they're not gay. Yeah, they're they're in heterosexual married relationships. And I haven't sure. I haven't delved any further to say on the mm-hmm. Kinsey scale. You know, where do you, mm-hmm. where do you rank or whatever? You know, mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't done that. And so I don't know. I, what, what are your thoughts? Do you think, because you have gay friends that you hang out with there I in, sure in do the Adam area, Burns, what, yeah. what would yeah. happen if you move somewhere and all of your gay friends were just online? Do you think that would be a bad thing? No, it's, it's actually because of COVID that's been, you know, honestly, 
podcasting has been my savior in this pandemic. Uh, it's prevented me from feeling the loneliness that I think a lot of people have felt. But I'll also tell you what's really coincidental and weird is my New Year's resolution for 2020. I had noticed in 2019 that my world had shrunk very to very, like literally I was only socially seeing two people who travel a lot. So if they were both left town at the same time, I had nobody, you know, now granted I had you and Taylor and you guys are all over the place, but actually in the LA area, I didn't really have anybody. So I made this uh, resolution in 2020 that I was actually very successful at all the way until the, we shut down where I wasn't at that stage. The, the plan was to expand my social group, but the beginning of 2020, the resolution was to rebuild the ones I already had, the connections I already had. So I made this commitment and I was doing it that once a week, I would call up an old friend and hang out with them. And I did it through, through March. I did it, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then COVID hit and that all went to shit. But what did happen though, what I did to replace that was I did, and I only did the non-podcasting friends. So nobody's feelings get hurt. Uh, I, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, cause those were my day off from podcasting. I called people on the reg every, you know, every day had a schedule. I had a, a slot and I called them, but I think as we get older, forget gay, forget anything. You have to really, 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 uh, build your, um, tribe and find your tribe. Now, luckily, I don't know how people did it a long time ago, but luckily now there are a lot of things that you can do to do this. Now I know I'm in Southern California, so those things are more active, but I know, do you know this? Uh, he's a medical doctor, I believe, uh, named West Stone. Oh, yeah. I know him. He, I think he does. I could be making this up. He has a bunch of little, like, depressing things that he goes to. Like, every Saturday from, like, 10 to 12, he goes to a coffee group with a bunch of people that he knows. They only see them. And then he does some other thing. On, he has, like, you know how he is. So he every you know, every week he has like his very regimented schedule, but I knew people older gay men who used to use this meetup.com. and meetup.com had a lot of functions that had gay men, and you and Mark could just go to meetup and see what maybe there's a gay Pokemon group. Yeah, also just known as anybody who plays Pokemon <laughs> and is over thirty, but um, I don't but think maybe so. there's a gay Pokemon group or like uh. Well, there, there's even a gay group in Walmart. There's a, there's a mm-hmm. Walmart pride group or whatever. So I'm, I'm yeah. sure they have get togethers and mm-hmm. I don't know, movie nights or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only thing, maybe, maybe it would not be this way now. I yeah. really enjoyed having friends, gay friends in Dallas, but I found that when I was in a relationship, yeah. There there would be a, and this is just a me thing. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure this is not an everybody thing. I'm I'm just mm-hmm. a very low self-esteem person. Mm-hmm. But I would always Maddie would start talking to somebody that was cute and I would mm-hmm. think, "Oh, they're probably flirting with each other or, you know, he would see me talking to someone and we would both get jealous." And it's just friends, mm-hmm. right? It's just friends, yeah. but there's always stuff like that that when it, when you're with anybody could be a potential, you know, uh, competition, even though we've been mm-hmm. in a relationship forever. So there was always that little twinge of jealousy that would happen between Maddie and I. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I'm older now. Maybe that wouldn't happen. Yeah, I, I, I feel sure. like you're, I feel you're more confident in Mark than you were in Maddie, right? 
Yeah, and I mean, Maddie and I were both very slutty when we were together. Mm-hmm. So you don't say. <laughs> so I mean, you know that that was a slutty phase of my life, and uh, mm-hmm. and he he was going through that phase at the same time. So mm-hmm. we probably had reason to be, uh, you know, to be a little jealous. Mm-hmm. Well, look, here's the funny thing: I wouldn't usually. It's, it's something that I'm struggling with now. Like, I, you know, Aiden told me today that there's a, a a new guy at work who's gay. And he was like, I was like, oh, what does he look like? And he's like, oh, he's just tall and thin. Like, a, he looks like a California surfer. And he has tattoos on his arm. <clears throat> I'm lucky. And then that's not Aiden's type at all. So I was right. actually happy to hear that. But uh, but to anybody else, it would be like, oh, God. You know? Uh, and um, So wait. So if he came in and said, oh, I met this new guy at work, what would mm-hmm. be the description that would worry you then? Well, that's so funny you say that. There's this chubby Latino gay who, his name is Jacinto, but he wants everyone to call him Pippin. And uh, he's a chubby Latino guy. I'm like, oh, God. And he's gay. Well, I'm assuming he's gay because he wants, his name's Jacinto, and he wants people to call him Pippin. What? I know that's a musical, but I I feel like that one's coming up any time now at the Rogers Little Theater. So yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen it, but as soon as they have it at Rogers Little Theater, I'll be playing trumpet mm-hmm. in it. So then I'll know all about it. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, you haven't really said anything that's going on in your life. Anything what are you talking you about? To share? I've been talking about this whole time. No, you, well, you know, you talked about geeky gay. I mean, in your life. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, for those of you who don't listen to Throwing Down, Literally one minute, Adam and I do a show called Throwing Down Together, which you can listen. We record every two weeks. We do. And it's gonna be yeah, we're gonna broadcast it live on Pride48.com when we record, which is gonna be Tuesdays at uh 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh every other Tuesday. So the next one is when, Adam, you you knew it before, like if you like the 22nd or something? No, the, 23rd. Oh my god, Joe. I have a what? haircut on the 23rd. <laughs> Well, we'll just we'll the next just, one is to be determined. Yeah, we'll just we'll figure out another day for it. It's no it's on Tuesdays, it. but uh, we'll we'll announce it. <clears throat> yes, it would have been the twenty third. I uh, yeah, yeah. So we do that. We do a cooking segment. We have a cooking segment. Uh, anyway, so the point is, uh, on the last episode, one minute, one minute before I was supposed to go on the air, uh, my boyfriend Aiden calls me. And we get in a fight. Yeah. And he like screams at me on the phone. Now I should know this. Where does he live? Uh, He lives in Seattle, Washington. Okay. I thought he lived. I thought he lived. It was a long distance relationship. So, okay. I I was right about that. Yeah. So screams at me and hangs up. Right. Which is usually, that's usually how most podcasts of mine end, not begin, you know? (laughs) So I was like, ugh. and then like, it's literally, I got to start the show. Yeah. So uh, I go on, I'm a little shook, if you will. And so we talked about it on Throwing Down. But what's funny is since then, like, for instance, um, Afterthought Media superstar Lori Roggenkamp called me today, actually. Well, no, first she texted me. I was having lunch and she said, call me as soon as you can. And I goes, everything okay? And she goes, yes. I finished. She never does that. So I call her. And I go, what's up? And she goes, 
I have a very serious statement to tell you. You're not in trouble, but you have a, have a very serious statement to tell you. Okay. And I go, okay. She goes, I was listening to Throwing Down. I think you and Aiden need to go to couples counseling. <laughs> okay. And I go... I think it's a good idea, but I said it. To, I I, well, I I didn't want to make her. Maybe feel you bad. can use BetterHelp. Yeah, well, you know, I can go to BetterHelp.com/slash/dragrace and get fifty percent off my first <laughs> month uh, if I just use the offer code DragRace. But uh, Adam, uh, by the way, it's a real offer code if anyone wants to use it. <laughs> right. But, um, but uh, what I'm going to tell you is, and by the way, I might use BetterHelp. It's funny you're saying that, but I might use BetterHelp. And. Uh, but I said, that's not a bad idea, but that's because I think every couple, every couple, no matter how strong they are, could benefit from going to couples counseling. You and Mark, you know? Yeah. Uh, anybody. Uh, Wes and his, uh, and whoever he's dating, right? Dr. Wes Stone. Even though he's a doctor, even doctors can go to medical school, you know? Auntie Vera and a clock, right? They can go to couples counseling, you know? Uh but anyway, the point is, uh, we right after throwing down, he and I spoke, and we talked it out, and we even talked about it even more the next day. But it's one of these things where uh, he, you know, I think, did, did I talk about what the fight was about? You did, but I don't remember, honestly. I have a is really bad memory, so. Is it sad that I don't remember what it was about? You, it was, it was something about him moving to Colorado to go snow skiing. Oh, yeah, skiing. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, just, yeah he, said, he said a year from now he's going to move to Colorado. And then, and then he thought I snickered when he said that. And, and you're listening. like, what? We have yeah. some of the best snow skiing in the world here in L.A. Why don't you move here? <laughs> That is true. I have always said that. I don't know if it's the best in the world, but it has a deep, like, that's one of the great things about LA. You can go ski and then leave the snow. You go to it and you leave, like an amusement park. Okay? So, uh, anyway, but I want everyone to know who listened to Throwing Down. Aiden and I are completely fine. We're not, you heard a, a snapshot of a moment in time of when that had just happened as we were going on the air. But uh, we're more than okay. He's texted me since. Even though I did get in trouble, we did release a newlywed game where it was me, Taylor, and Lori and our respective SIG others on a, the newlywed game, okay? Yeah. And uh, the significant others were there, but they didn't have to participate if they wanted. So Baba Lou would chime in. Lori's girlfriend would chime in. Aiden was, didn't want to chime in. And at one point, the host, Adam Salandra, was like, Aiden, do you want to come in on here? And then there was a silence. And I said, I was trying to tell Adam to move on, you know? So I said, don't just, you know, he's shy, okay? Oh, my God. I got in so much trouble. And it, it is actually my fault. Because he asked him to talk? or No. No, I forgot. It's one of Aiden's triggers. He doesn't like to be called shy. And I had oh. done that the week before. The week before. In fact, I was telling my friend Mercedes, uh, he was mad at me. I got to try to notice. No, she goes, wait, you called him shy, Joe? You know, you just last week you got in trouble for calling him shy. Which, by the way, I don't see shy as an insult. No. It's not. Isn't it weird that I was talking to a friend that all these podcasters are sig others are shy. You know, Aiden well, is I think, shy. I think podcasters... Lori's girlfriend. 
Yeah, but I think podcasters are introverts are are shy as well but it's mm-hmm. just when you get in a when you get on a microphone and you have to get used to it but it's almost like no one's there you know you who's know the biggest introvert it's, of all yeah who no i don't i thought you said you who no auntie vera doesn't leave her fucking house everything gets delivered to her that uh, she eats meals at odd times are you ready for some contact joe her carpet the carpet in her house was pristine. Three, two, one. Contact is the secret, is the moment. When everything happens, contact is the answer, is the reason. That everything happens, contact. Let's make contact. Excellent. Is that what I'm supposed to say? We have a phone call, and yeah. um, and I'm going to go ahead and play it. Are you ready? Are you excited? I'm hoping it's one of those murder calls that go to Geeky Gay. No, it's not. It's not. G'day, g'day, Adam and Daniel. I don't know why I put Adam first then, but anyway, this is Scotty, Rossi, Battler, and you want me to Wait, pause this, is today. It, this is not Daniel. This is Joe. It, is, it is. It is Joe. He didn't know, though. And, and but, I don't, but on, every, on Geeky Gay, you talk to the answering machine. Oh, true, true. I, yeah. I don't know that we do that so much on Mixed Minus. What do you Maybe. call it? PSA? PSA. Public service announcement? Is that it? That's anyway, what it's called. Yep, sure I'm thing. I heard Aussie on Batman. Pride Radio yeah. that um, you can file your taxes because it's tax time. I don't know why the hell it's it is. tax time in America in February. But anyway, irs.gov forward slash free file. Yes, I guess that is Bernie Sanders bringing in communist, socialist, free filing of tax returns for Americans. So, I don't know. Is he? I don't know what to say about that. Um, However, there is some small print, which means I shouldn't be calling you two uh, because it definitely doesn't apply to you. Uh, You need to be earning less than $72,000 a year. So to file I your, guess for Adam, that's about what he earns free, in To three file months. your taxes for free. Okay, oh. but maybe some of your poor listeners can benefit. Bye. There was a whole... Thanks for calling, Scotty. Um, yeah, Daniel Daniel is out, but he's listening. So he heard that. So, in, you know, in case. Heard um, what? The, the voicemail. He's listening right now. So he heard it. He didn't oh, miss anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I know that it's time to... So, have you done your taxes yet, Joe? No. It's, it's, it's weird in this pandemic. I just forget to... Do, I'll do it, but I just haven't done it yet. It's very complicated. For, so, I've always used TurboTax, and mm-hmm. um, ever since I very first started doing my, my own taxes when I was 19 or whenever it was, mm-hmm. right. and... Uh, it's gotten more and more complicated every year. Now, I mean, now I have stock accounts. I have Pride 48. I have mm-hmm. all of this stuff. I still do it on TurboTax. And I should I should get an accountant, actually. But I don't, I don't have one. But I used to do it right away because when I was poor and lived in Dallas, I would always get money back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now I have to pay. So I wait until the very last. Mark and I are going to have to figure out, though, because we're not married. But we own this mm-hmm. house together. And yeah. so we were doing so we were doing some Googling to figure out who 
claims the interest and the property tax and all that kind of stuff. And uh, apparently we can we can split it. One of us can do it. The other one can do it. Like it doesn't really matter. And mm-hmm. uh, and so now we're both going to have to sit down and do our taxes at the same time and see which which scenario turns out best for us, I guess. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for the call, Scotty. That was our only uh, contact for this week. So uh, Three, two, play that. Wait, now, Adam, before you go into the next segment, I'm a little peeved. <laughs> Why? I had a news story I wanted to talk about, but I, maybe we can do it during the news quiz segment. Well, there was a news story you know, I wanted to talk to you about. I don't have anything, so I don't have anything right before we end the show, so we can talk about we can talk okay. about it then. Yeah, All right. but we do have a news quiz segment, so why don't we go right. ahead and do that? Oh, we know this song. Uh-huh. See, I'm supposed to sing here. News quiz. News quiz. It's time for, it's a, time news for a news quiz. It's a news quiz. News quiz. What questions news will he ask? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> That's and the best I can do. And Adam hates black people. He told me privately. You know what I didn't Adam. do? He hates black. What? That that's going to be a very uh, sudden outro because I didn't do the thing I needed to do. I can't uh, fade it out. Fail. Uh, all right. You know what I'm going to do? Uh, you're not Daniel. You're Joe. You know oh, what yes, I'm going to do, am. Joe? I'm Daniel Brewer. Welcome to uh, Mix Minus, your favorite show here. And about uh, by the way, Adam, well, what did the snail say to the salt? I don't know, but you know that will they will melt. If you put a, if you put a, whatever. Right. Uh, Mix Minus is a pod, is one of the podcasts here on Pod, uh, not part of my co pod on Pride 48. To listen to more uh, LGBTQIA uh, podcasts, go over to pride48.com where there's a whole wealth of them. There's a big fatty show. Uh, Auntie Vera starts about 100 and quits them. Uh, oh no, she's on that uh, that darn Elvis with Daniel Brewer, right? Yeah, she's pissed off about something. Go listen to her. All right, go ahead. Hey, Sorry. I have a. So we're not going to do a news. Qu- I know you know about. I know you know about news. I mean, I'm sure you do. <laughs> oh, that's, that's quite the compliment, <laughs> I, Adam. I know you I, know about news. I know you know about news, but there's something else. And since you're mm-hmm. a since you're a guest host, sure. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Sure. And before we do that, um, I've been reminded in the chat room, I was remiss. This segment is brought to you by level 13. Level 13 is our super secret private club for mix minus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we have a lot of members in there. We send, we send before show content. Mm -hmm. We send after show content in a private Mm -hmm. feed. We, we rub your feet. And you wow, get, this sounds like a, this sounds like it must be very expensive, Adam. It must be like what fifty, sixty, seventy-five dollars a month. You would, How you much would think it? that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is absolutely free, Joe. Oh my! Absolutely goodness. That is quite free. The steal. You can't let anyone know about this. You can hear all the tea before mm-hmm. and after that we spill, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, you can email contact at mixminuspodcast dot com mm-hmm. and ask us to join. Oh, all right. Have you, have you turned anyone down? No. We are inclusive. Mm-hmm. All right. So what we're going to do, normally, you know, Daniel is very 
he's very up on the news. He's very intelligent. He is not mm-hmm. good at trivial pursuit questions, I've found. Yeah. But sure. he's very he's very knowledgeable about the news. He likes to keep up with that sort of stuff. However, mm-hmm. since you're a guest host, I wanted yeah. to find something that you're really knowledgeable about. And again, sure. I'm not saying you're not knowledgeable about the news, but yeah. we're not doing that today. Okay. So uh, what we're going to do is I have found a quiz about RuPaul's drag race. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you have you watched that? Um, I don't remember the name of it. So there's a there's a show. Yes, I and have. I, how do mm-hmm. you? It's not RuPaul's Drag Race. So I'd, oh. Um, it is. Uh, I was flicking through HBO Max today. I think it was mm-hmm. HBO Max. Yeah. And there's a show that has um, Shangela, Eureka, and I think Bob the Drag Queen, right? I'm not really sure, but sure, it's on. It's it's ballroom scene. Oh no no no! There's nothing have them on it. No no no! Yeah yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and they yeah. they compete. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure what ballroom scene is, but I know it has mm-hmm. something to do with drag. Um, yeah. Have you watched that show? I have not watched that show yet, but it's it's on my list of things to watch. Okay, I thought I'm too um, busy listening to Geeky Gay, uh, which is a podcast in the Pride Forty Eight Network. Somebody in the chat room will know what the name of that show is. I, I apologize that I don't know it, but I was literally just like because I took today off work and I was just scrolling oh, through HBO Max to see what mm-hmm. what was on there that I could watch. Mm-hmm. But Mark and I have been watching RuPaul's Drag Race together, and so I figured mm-hmm. he would want to watch that show. Yeah. All right. Quite good. So here we go. We're going to ask you some questions and then we will give you a score. Sure. At the end. Now, I haven't I didn't pre take this quiz, so I don't know if they're going to tell me per question if you're right. Um, If anyone wants to take this along with us, you can go to EW.com. This is a really long URL slash TV slash RuPaul's dash drag dash race dash quiz. So there you go. All right. Which of these did not happen on season one? Okay. Victoria Porkchop Parker writes first ever lipstick mirror message. Angina is the first queen to say hi on the show. Tammy Brown is sent home after refusing to learn the lip sync song. Jade calls Rebecca Glasscock the fakest bitch ever known. Or... Nina Flowers wins Miss Congeniality. The correct answer is the very first one you said, actually. Pork chop, Miss Victoria Porkchop Parker did not write a lipstick mirror message. All right. It's going to be one of those where it doesn't tell me till the end. Okay. So um, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I marked it. All right. Oh, is every question going to be this? Which of these did not happen on season two? All right. <laughs> I hope this isn't every question. I I should have really proofread this quiz. All right. Mm -hmm. Shangela writes show's first lipstick mirror message. Tyra Sanchez beats Raven in final lip sync. Jessica Wilde is first person to play RuPaul in Snatch Game. The queens compete in a Fear Factor style eating challenge. Or Pandora Box becomes first queen to win both Snatch Game and Miss Congeniality. That's an interesting one. I don't really know season two that well. I'm going to say it's the fear factor one. Okay. So your answer is the Queens compete in a fear factor eating style challenge. Yeah. Okay. Next question. We, which of these did not happen in season three? Oh my God. Seriously, EW. Okay. 
Same question, season three. Yeah. All right. India Farah and Phoenix enter the workroom in nearly identical outfits. Alexis Mateo and Yara Sophia are both saved in show's first double Shantae. Mariah Paris <laughs> Balenciaga uh-huh. is eliminated after playing Joan Crawford in Snatch Game. Stacy Lane Matthews wins Snatch Game as Monique or Yara Sophia. Is it Yara or Yara? Yara. Yara, okay. And Carmen Carrera lip sync to the song Mickey in Spanish. Okay, that one did happen. I am going to say that the answer to that one, uh, I would need you to... I don't believe that uh, Stacey Lane Matthews won Snatch Game. I could be wrong, but I don't believe she won that Snatch Game. Okay. Same question, season four. Yeah. Shangela pops out of a box in the season premiere. Mm-hmm. Kenya Michaels returns and gets eliminated in the same episode. William, or Willem, sorry, wins the main challenge and is disqualified in the same episode. Mm-hmm. Sharon Needles and Fifi O'Hara lip sync against each other dressed as a devil and an angel. Mm-hmm. Or Alaska makes first appearance on the show. Well, okay. that The correct answer is the last one, but... Uh... It's it's technically wrong, but okay. All right. On season five, which of these did not happen? Alyssa Edwards is last contestant to be granted immunity. Alaska, and I don't know how to say this, Lanesha, Lanesha uh-huh. uh-huh. Sparks become drag mothers to Lil Pound Cake. Detox's vet in the makeover challenge claims to have killed Judy Garland. Ivy Winters uh uh wins Miss Congeniality. Uh Or Jinx Monsoon breaks up the Rolaska Tox click by out lip syncing Detox. I, I believe all those things happen. So we have Alyssa Edwards is the last contestant granted immunity. Alaska and Lanisha became drag mothers to Lil Pound Cake. Detox's yeah. vet in the makeover challenge claims to have killed Judy Garland. That happened. Ivy Winters wins Miss Congeniality or she Jinx does. Monsoon breaks up the Alaska Tox click by out lip syncing Detox. The only thing that my memory might not be serving is that uh, maybe she sent home Roxy? Who's in the final three for season five? Season five is Jinx. I've seen these, but I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember this kind of detail. I believe that that, I believe they're all true. Well, you have to pick one. One of them is not true. I'll have to go with that last one. Okay. Jinx Monsoon breaks up. I like Jinx Monsoon, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right. Same question for season six. There could six. be a thing. I know that season five is the last time they do an, limit, uh, uh, um, an immunity. So it, it could be that it's not Alyssa Edwards. But even though my memory serves that it is Alyssa Edwards. Okay, go ahead. 
Uh, ben de la Creme. This is season six. Ben de la Creme and Darian Lake. Darian Lake. Uh-huh. Is Darian Lake the one that's Britney Spears? No. No. Okay. Uh, lip sync against each other twice. Jocelyn that Fox's could be true. bride in the makeover challenge runs off the stage to vomit. Happens. Courtney Act plays Fran Drescher in Snatch Game. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Bianca Del Rio makes fun of a man who falls asleep during her comedy set. D- yes. Laganja Estranja becomes first queen to death drop while exiting the stage on elimination. That didn't happen. She did not exit the stage. In her, she did not death drop when she exited the stage. So I want to say two things. First of all, I'm sick of the death drop. Yeah. I think it's overdone. I think too many mm-hmm. people do it. It's over. Like, stop. Yeah. Quit it. Mm-hmm. Second thing is a question. Who's the really hot one that has a bunch of nude pictures online? There's a million of them. Okay. Well, there's one that I'm thinking of, but I don't know the name. So, okay. all right. For season seven, Katya, uh, yeah. which of these did not happen? Katya and Max bond over both being sober. That, oh, no, that didn't happen. That's it right there. <laughs> okay. We're just going to move on to the next one then. Yeah. It was Katya and Mrs. Miss, Miss Fame. For season eight, mm-hmm. uh, which of these didn't happen? RuPaul announces Derek Barry as 100th queen to compete on the show. Happened. Every past winner makes an appearance in the season premiere except Bianca Del Rio. Chi-chi? No, it did not happen. No? That didn't happen? Do you oh, no, it did. It did. It did. It was, it, no, it was the mini challenge. Never mind. It was. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chi-Chi Devane plays Maya Angelou in Snatch Game. I believe that's true. There is a runway inspired by Detox's season five finale look. I believe that's true. Or Robbie Turner lip syncs wearing roller skates and flies off the stage. No, Robbie Turner did lip sync in roller skates, but it was very good because he knows how to roller skate. Okay, season nine, Alexis Michelle wins Snatch oh, but, but, Game. Maybe, but maybe he jumped off the stage. That's one of those ones where like, okay, go ahead. Do you want to keep that one or do you want to change I'm your asking, answer? Well, the other ones I know are true. Okay. Um, season nine. Mm-hmm. Which of these didn't happen? Alexis Michelle wins Snatch Game as Liza Minnelli. Happened. Peppermint is declared the lip sync assassin of the season. Happened. Trinity Taylor is never referred to as Trinity the Tuck. Nina Bonina Brown is upset to not be cast as Black China in Kardashian-themed rusical. It happened. Didn't happen. I should have been Black China. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sasha Velour beats Shea Coulee in the final lip sync for the crown. That is incorrect. Should be Peppermint. So Sasha Velour did not beat Shea Coulee. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the well, you see this is this is where these tr- answers are tricky. Sasha Velour did beat Shea Coulee, but not in the final lip sync for the crown. Okay. She beat her in like the preliminary uh, lip sync for the crown. All right. So season 10, same question. Oh, you're regretting this. You're regretting I, this quiz, aren't I you? I am, but I, we got to keep going because we got to know yeah. what your score is. I can't stop yeah. mid quiz. Yeah. Um, all right. Season 10, Christina Aguilera enters the workroom pretending to be a queen in the competition. No, gone, done. That's it. All right. I didn't remember that either. Um, all right. Season 11, Soju is the first queen eliminated. Yeah. Ginger Minge plays Donald Trump in Trump the Rusical. Happened. No one is eliminated after Snatch Game. 
Oh, I don't think that's true. Do you want to hear the other two, or are you going to... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, let me hear the other two. I'm going to say this wrong. Akaria Davenport... Akaria Davenport, yeah. ...writes a rap verse that includes the line, Where is the body for RuPaul's queens everywhere? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is the body? Uh, Ivy... Oddly, is the first queen to win. Evie, sorry, uh-huh. is the yeah. first queen to win the crown after winning any maxi challenges, without winning be- any maxi challenges. I believe that's true. I don't believe she won any maxi challenges. So, which one is not true? What was that one in the middle? Where I said that's not true. No one is eliminated after snatch game. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone gets eliminated. Someone get, always gets eliminated after snatch game. All right, season 12. Uh, what yeah. didn't happen? Mayhem Miller shows up to impersonate Kanye West in the season premiere. Happened. Dahlia Sin has a cameo in each filmed episode following her elimination. Ugh, the stupid broccoli. I believe that's, I believe that's true. Vanjie returns to give the queen's advice for the snatch game. I believe that's true. Jackie See, that Cox. Might be a tricky one. That might be a tricky one where she returned for something else. So I'm going to hold that one in my back pocket. Go ahead. Okay. Jackie Cox, Jan, and Britta all leave without winning a main challenge. All right. Or Widow Von Du plays both Tina Turner and Ike Turner in Snatch Game. I believe that's true. It's those two middle ones that I'm iffy on. What's the one? I I, I believe Jackie Cox did win a challenge. So I'm going to say it's that one. What was the other one I was in between on? Vanjie returns to give the Queen's advice for the Snatch Game. <sighs> that's tricky. Vanjie did return. I don't remember if it's for the Snatch Game. All right. So what's the score? No, which one? Which one were you picking? The Jackie Cox one. Okay. All right. That is the final one. So, man, that is the only question they had. Whoever uh, whoever took this. Um, I mean, whoever wrote this, first mm-hmm. of all. First of all. Damn it. <laughs> now they're making me subscribe to EW to get my results. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> you don't need to subscribe to EW. Your listeners will write in and tell you which ones I got wrong. <laughs> I and promise. They're saying, we're going to email you. Oh, my God. I should have gone through this quiz beforehand. Um, mm-hmm. All right. We're going to have to wait for an email on that one. So, right. uh, so yeah. Let's uh, get out of this one. Oh, actually, let me, uh, let me do this. So, that was your uh, news quiz. I want to apologize in advance, everyone. Because I did that down. I, uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't reread that one, but I'm looking for your score here. Mm-hmm. Um, it says no tea. It says, I'm sorry, my dear, but you're up for elimination. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade, but you've got some work to do. Um, and then it says, luckily EW's binge podcast is here to guide you through your RuPaul's drag race journey. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't give your actual score. So uh, hopefully they're going to email that to me. God. Some of, those answer, some of those answers are really, really shady. Like, like whatever. Oh, my God. All right. Like, for well, instance, in season four. Tune in next the, week when we give Joe's yeah. results. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, your listeners will tell you before next week. All right, what's next, Adam? All right, well, we we have a segment. Um, so our lovely executive producer, uh, who goes by the 
nom de plume cyclone in the chat room mm-hmm. he always sends us some uh, content and it's things that happened on this same day yeah in any year all right so uh so today is by the way joe uh, today is chinese new year oh sure is it's year a, of the ox it's a 15-day festival that's celebrated annually mm-hmm. depending on the sighting of the new moon Mm-hmm. It's also, and you're right. How did you know? How did you know it was year of the ox just right out of your butt there? You just are you? Because, I mean, because I'm an ox. Oh, I think I'm a horse or something. Uh, no, mm-hmm. not a. I'm something that I didn't want to be a monkey or a. I, I, I'm some a rat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I if only there were a way I could look that up. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. uh, if anybody wants to look up for me in the chat room, uh, I don't know what you need. 1978, mm-hmm. August. I don't, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. If, the, 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 the month doesn't matter. Okay. So if anybody wants to look that up for me, mm-hmm. it's uh, also it's National Freedom to Marry Day since oh, 1999. Wow. Mm-hmm. National Freedom to Marry Day is celebrated annually on February 12th to promote marriage between people of the same sex. The initiative for this holiday was taken by a Washington, D.C.-based gay mm-hmm. rights advocacy law, law firm, Lambda Legal. Mm-hmm. So, um, today in LGBTQ history, gay actor Sal Minio? Uh, Sal Minio, yeah. Super hot. Your type. Uh, it was stabbed to death. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He is hot. Uh, he has nice nipples, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really have a thing for, I don't, I never thought, I never thought that I was a nipple man yeah. or anything like that, but sure. just looking at his picture, I can, I can definitely recognize a nice nipple is all I'm saying. Yeah. Let me look at the timestamp where you said that. <laughs> uh, the film Making Love starring Kate Jackson, Harry Hamlin and Michael Antkin, Antkin, and one of the first positive Hollywood depictions of bisexuality and gay male romance opens in theaters across the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2004, under the direction of Mayor Gav- Gavin Newsom, the city of San Francisco begins performing same-sex marriages, starting mm-hmm. with Phyllis Lyon and Del Martin, mm-hmm. who had been a couple for 51 years. Uh, in Disney, uh, Walt Disney production <laughs> filed an application for a trademark of Mickey Mouse in 1934. Oh, my goodness. Uh, on this day, Disney Cinderella was nominated for three Academy Awards. Best Music, Original Song for Bibbidi mm-hmm. Bobbidi Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Music, Scoring of a Musical Picture and Best Sound Recording for the song Lost to Mona Lisa. Oh, Lost to Mona Lisa. Etc. Etc. Um, in 1999, Bill Clinton was acquitted on both articles of impeachment. So, do you think tomorrow uh, that that ex-president Donald Trump is going to be acquitted? Or 100 percent, 100 percent. They don't have 17. They, ne- they never had 17 votes. They never had the vote. This is about history, Adam. This is not about. Uh, I mean, look, obviously, they would love to get him, you know, convicted, but. Uh... So, so I heard somewhere is this, and this may be completely ignorant and I'm just repeating something Mm -hmm. that I heard. It was on some podcast Mm -hmm. or something like that. Is there a 14th amendment clause that they could possibly use to still censure him and make it so that he can't run again? Yes. 
And they would only need uh, like 51 votes. So, you know, it must have been a podcast I was listening to. They were saying that that was going to be the next thing that Democrats were going to try if mm-hmm. he's not convicted. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think if that's that was true. always the thing they were going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can totally get it done. Why didn't they just and, do that first? I think they wanted, I, like, I, I really do think they wanted it in the, I, I'm hoping that they just wanted it in the record. They wanted the history, they wanted the history books to say, A, they stood up to it, that they stood up for something that was wrong. B, they listed his crimes and what he did for the historical record. And three, it forced the coward Republican senators to, to, to vote to acquit him. They had to put their name, they couldn't just, like, you know, r- brush it under the rug, sweep it under the rug. They had to force. They had to make a vote to acquit him, so that the, so that it forces them to do that. Uh, the Fourteenth Amendment thing. It was a clause in there because they were dealing with the Confederacy, so they were preventing people who had been in the Confederacy uh, to run for office. So uh, in two thousand eight, Hollywood writers' strike ends after a hundred days. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're, uh, if I'm thinking correctly didn't you write for some stuff back in the day yeah but i was never in the union okay so you didn't strike no okay but in a in a in a weird kind of way i did in that it was a time that if you were willing to cross the lines you could get a job did you get a call to cross the lines no i wouldn't have done it anyway Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin was performed for the first time in 1924. Oh, my goodness. On what happened day. on this day? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Last Emperor of China abdicated in 1912. Mm-hmm. All right. So now what we do, um, so there, we, we have a list of songs and films. So box office hits for, for this mm-hmm. week sure. and uh, songs. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually, you know what? Normally I have you have I you would have the list in front of you but I didn't give it to you so I'm going to have you guess a movie based on this theme. All right. Okay. So uh you don't have a list so you're a little bit of a disadvantage but I think you'll probably be able to get it. So let's uh let's listen. It's just one movie we're going to do. Any clue? <laughs> I know exactly what it is. What is it? It is Henry Mancini, the theme to the Pink Panther. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, you know what? I took out the beginning. Yeah, which is because very famous. that would have been too easy. Yeah. Um, but I've I've played this in jazz band before, and I, I love. Oh, really? I actually I like the um, I like the ending bit that I just played better than the beginning, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Cyclone, you're right. I, I, I did choose it because I used to play that in jazz band and I like it. But yeah, it was the Pink Panther. It was a box office hit. This is surprising to me, actually, mm-hmm. that it was a hit because I don't recall the Pink Panther movies being hits. Oh, my God. Uh, they were. They were gigantic. But it was in 06. Um, we also had uh, Taxi Driver in 1976, My Bloody Valentine in 81. 
Mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs in 1991. Are you a Silence of the Lambs fan? I am, and I actually just had uh, young Master Aiden watch it for the first time. He liked it very much. Are you going to watch this new show, Clarice? Uh, no, I watch very little TV. I'm, I'm the opposite of you. Recently, like Geeky Gay, you were saying you prefer television to movies. I prefer movies to television. I really do prefer TV or television shows too. Mm-hmm. I like a long. I like a long. I like a lot of character development, mm-hmm. and but I w- I was gonna actually bring this up, but um w- I didn't bring it up. <laughs> like we ran out of time, but yeah. um I was talking on Geeky Gay about the fact that sometimes though I feel like there's a really good story mm-hmm. that they have on a TV show and they tell it all in that first season and then they realize yeah. they have a hit, mm-hmm. and then they killing tr- Eve, yeah, killing Eve, and then they just have to make shit up to keep yeah. it going. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and sometimes the quality goes way down after that first season because they've, yeah. they've blown their wad, so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. Uh, Pink Panther, Just Go With It, which I've not heard of, was a box office hit in 2011. And Deadpool mm-hmm. was a billboard hit in 2016 on this day. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, by the way, just for everyone to know, One Sweet Day is still a billboard hit. This week, in 1996. One sweet day. Yeah. Wait, that I know that song. What is that song? Uh, we have some. No, it's you know the boys to men. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have some famous birthdays. Aquaria uh, is 25. Season 10 winner of RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race. Uh, Mike Posner, singer-songwriter, turned 33. Latrice Royale, drag mm-hmm. celebrity, turned 49. Arsenio Hall, turned 65. Joanna Kearns, show thing. me that smile again. Uh, she's 68. Oh, my goodness. Michael McDonald, a solo artist and mumbling member of the Doobie Brothers, uh-huh. turned 69, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. Um, we have some, uh, world news stuff. Um, I don't, those don't interest me as much, so I'm going to skip over those. Um, TV guide issues. Uh, Tony Danza was, I think it's Tony Danza. Who is this? No, I don't know who that is. He looks at Perry Como. Mm-hmm. Perry Como looks like Tony Danza. Uh, 1956. He was the, uh, uh he was the, f- the front page. Uh, 1971, the odd couple was on there. Lucy and uh, Ricky were on there in 1991, and et cetera, et cetera. All right. So you had a you had a news story you wanted to talk about. Oh so, yeah, uh, I've been I'm very interested. In, um, the Arkansas Senate has approved a measure allowing medical providers to refuse to treat someone because of religious or moral belief. A move critics say will allow LGBT patients to be turned away. I'm sure you've heard about this. No, uh, I hadn't. What you... Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I hadn't. <laughs> oh really? No, I hadn't. So they that came out today, or this week today? Yeah, I think I saw it today, uh, February eleventh. No, Thursday. Well, luckily, no one here in Arkansas knows. <laughs> so. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that's horrible. You know, there was another one. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. It is Arkansas. Uh, let, mm-hmm. Let's you know, but. Uh, there was another, there is some, I'm going to get this wrong. I apologize. Uh, 
but there's some history of slavery that a bunch of Republican folks in different states are saying they don't want taught in schools. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I can't remember there was a there was a like a name for it or a, it was a certain section of history books that have been added or something. And I, I can't remember at all. But uh, that actually did not get passed in Arkansas. So they are going to teach the the full, you know, story, whatever that is. But there were a lot of states that we're trying to basically remove that. And somebody in the chat room is going to tell me what it was. And I can't, because I can't remember, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, so would that be like, if you, it's funny because we have, and I'm not saying that I'm certainly, yeah, 1619 project. They're telling me in the chat room. Mm -hmm. So in Arkansas, it is still going to be taught. Uh, That material is still going to be taught, but there was, there were Republicans trying to get, um, get it banned from mm-hmm. being taught in Arkansas, and that did not pass. But um, it's interesting because we have, and these aren't specifically LGBT. I mean, HIV can affect anyone, but we have a lot of these billboards around that are saying, you know, get tested, go get treatment, and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which I thought would be something that I wouldn't necessarily see in Arkansas because it's generally seen, HIV is generally seen as a an LGBT disease or or problem Mm -hmm. and you just don't see a lot of you know we have a lot of homophobes here so i'm i'm kind of surprised that they pass that although people are very i don't know awful that a doctor could be like i don't want to treat him because he's gay you know it's funny it's funny my my stepdad Mm -hmm. and this is kind of unrelated but similar every time i mention universal health 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 care to him he always says, well, I don't want to be paying extra money to pay for people to get health care who have made poor choices in their life. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like these these Christian folks are like, well, that's a that's a bad lifestyle. People shouldn't be living in that lifestyle. I don't want to have to treat them for medical issues they have because they chose to have anal sex or something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I can see that totally being a thing where mm-hmm. they'd be like, no. Nope, You've got an anal tear. That was uh, some sodomy going on there. We're not gonna, we're not gonna treat you. But what's funny is, is again, these people, the Republicans, feel they have a monopoly on Christianity and spirituality, and yet, you know, the thing with Jesus. Let let's let's say homosexuality is bad. I don't agree with that, but let's go with their logic, right? Yeah, and that it's evil and it's a sin. But Jesus hung out with sinners. Jesus healed sinners. Jesus had the power of healing the sick and raising the dead. And he did to people who sinned. He, he, uh, he, for, he forgave a prostitute, you know, and, and dined with her and tax collectors. So I don't understand this whole, like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the logic. I don't, I don't know what Jesus they're, they're worshiping. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't had, because again, as we all know, I avoid these conversations with my parents, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I, I don't know how they can say things like that and re- they have not read the same Bible that I have because, you know, the Bible says stuff like give, give people the shirt off your back. Rich people won't go to heaven, basically. It'd be easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than a rich person to get to heaven. Like all these things that are in the Bible. And yet you have all these Christians, you know, wanting to make sure nothing is passed that 
increases their taxes or takes away from their wealth, you know, yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they don't want to pay for anyone's treatment if they've medical treatment. They just want to pay for their own, you know, too bad, so sad. You made poor choices in your life. Like, I don't feel like any of that lines up with what Jesus would have said, you know, mm-hmm. or what the Bible says. Nowhere in the mm-hmm. Bible do I read, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Let them die. Yeah, no. You know? No. I, mean, I don't nowhere. know. I don't know where they get it. Nowhere does it say that. So I don't know. I agree with you. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised, but that's that's really sad to me. And uh, yeah. I guess I'm going to have to move before I start getting older and getting sick because maybe I'll go to the doctor and they'll be like, uh, you have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We're not going to treat you. Yeah. So well, I don't, Mark, I don't know. I'll visit you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do we got left, Adam? Well, that is actually uh, all we got, Joe. Oh, my goodness. We made it. Yeah, we made uh, Thanks for joining me tonight. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the little bit of a, a futz up that I had at the beginning over, over the audio. But uh, so Daniel in chat room says, pretty sure the phrase fuck them does not exist in the Bible, at least not in the King James version. We, we read like the, um, I don't even remember. There was a different version. Anyway, you can email us, contact at mixedminuspodcast.com. And uh, you can go over to mixedminus.com, leave a voicemail there. You can join level 13. And uh, where can they find you, Joe? Eh. Afterthought they Media. You can find me over at ne- Next Door Studios, where I got Daniel a year membership. All right. Less than a year, but like 11 months. Well, that's going to be it for tonight. See you guys next week. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. Hey, everybody. I didn't mention it enough on the show, and so I just wanted to put a little bit after. As we mentioned, Daniel's mother did pass away the other evening, and Daniel doesn't want a lot of thinking of yous or anything like that, but what he does enjoy is a joke or a link to some porn or something like that just to show him that you're thinking about him. So what I thought we would do is if you guys all leave a voicemail for the show, and you can do that by going over to mixminuspodcast.com and there's a leave a voicemail link on the left hand. I'm sorry, it's the right hand side. So everyone go over there. You can also go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and do the same thing. So leave a, a joke, something you find funny, or I don't know, give us a link to some porn, whatever you want to do. And just let Daniel know you're thinking about him and we will play it on the show. Thanks everyone.